0: Welcome to episode 9 of Degrassi Talks This week we're talking about Jesus Etc. Part 2 and we've got some brand new season 11 spoilers as well including some new information about Riley's storyline um, It's been kind of a slow week in Degrassi world but I'm really excited for season 11 to start filming And once that happens next week, I'm sure we'll get lots of new information. Um, But first of all, how have you guys been this week? My week's been good. Um,
1: Pretty average. I feel like I've been having some slow weeks recently, which is fine. Um, In a couple weeks, I have one of my best friend's wedding coming up. So I'm, like, mentally preparing myself for that. Um,
0: But, Yeah uh ash uh, my week's been good i have um march break starting tomorrow um so i get a week off of school which is good since i um, went back for uh, a year in high school like i graduated in june but i'm coming back for an extra year so instead of reading week i get march break so i'm excited for that erin yeah instead of spring break yeah yeah. <laughs> yeah march break is our version of spring break They're- There is no such thing as a Canadian spring break. (laughs) Yeah, basically. You just call it that. Yeah. Um, I had a pretty good week. Uh, I went shopping on Friday, and I spent way too much money, which was bad, but also fun. (laughs) Um, And I volunteered at my college's career fair, which was boring, but it was good to do, and um, I got to meet a bunch of people there, so I feel like my career is actually starting now, which is nice. (laughs) Nice. It's also nice to see that the uh, Twitter drama in the Grassy Universe has calmed down a bit oh, this week. Thank God. I know. <laughs> I'm so glad. I'm like, when is this going to end and then something would happen <laughs> again? But I think it's kind of leveled out right now, so hopefully it stays. Well, I'm sure it'll come back eventually and <laughs> start up again, but yeah, for now, everything's good. Yeah. <laughs> So this week has been a slow news week for the grassy, but we have been hearing from Twitter that season 11 preparations are finally underway. The cast was at epitome for an orientation type thing with the new cast members, plus they've been having read-throughs and rehearsals. And season 11 is set to start filming next week, I think on Monday, so probably once this podcast is already out. So I've been really enjoying hearing about everything that's going on uh, with season 11. Um, Do you guys think that it seems like they're starting filming really early this year? Like, I don't remember them starting beginning of March.
1: Yeah, I definitely, I don't know why it seems so early. I mean, I want to say that they usually, like, start filming, like, like in May, right? A little bit, like, a lot Mm -hmm. later than this. Um, I'm assuming it's because they probably have a lot to film. They're probably going to do the telenovela format again, so they probably have a lot more episodes to film. Um, I mean that's my guess, but um, hey, <laughs> whatever gets them started, and you know, any information that we can get from se- season eleven, then hey, I'm, I'm all for it.
0: Yeah, exactly. We're gonna hear more information anyways faster. Um, but like I know that they filmed the telenovela format like in the exact same time as they would originally for the other episodes, so maybe they're just like giving themselves more time to you know do reshoots or whatever. Um, so they have more time to, you know, rehearse the scenes and do the scenes and everything like that Yeah, I think they were really rushed last year Like, um, especially towards the end by, like, October, November They were still filming, like, a whole bunch of episodes then mm-hmm. So, and also they, they filmed, like, the spring break episodes in, like, October or maybe even November So it was, like, really cold outside and it's supposed to be spring um, So, yeah, things like that, they probably just want to get an early start Which is good. Mm -hmm. I was also wondering what they did at this orientation thing the cast was talking about, because that seems really cute to me.
1: (laughs) Yeah, like, when I hear orientation, I, I think of, like, people in a room and, like, in a big circle, like, doing icebreaker games and stuff like that. So I don't know if that was, like, maybe for the new people they did some icebreaker games, like, but... That's what I think, but I don't know. Probably something not what I'm imagining, (laughs) but who
0: knows. (laughs) I think it'd be really awkward to do icebreakers, though, because if you think about it, there's, like, 20 people in the cast, and they have, like, four people come in. The other, like, 20 people are already really close-knit and tight and everything like that, so I think it'd be weird to do icebreakers. But I don't know, maybe they just, like, hang out or something. I don't know. (laughs) Well, I guess it is sort of, like, the first day at a new school for the new cast members. And, um, I don't know. Like, Epitome, it, it's it's not really like a TV show. It's more like a performing arts company or something like that because there are just so many kids and they're all so young. And it's, it's such an ensemble show. Like, there isn't just one star or one main character. There's, like like you said, like 20 of them, and they're all main characters. Um, so... With so many kids on the show now, I think it's probably, you know, very much like a school environment kind of thing. Mm-hmm. So they probably did kind of like get to know everybody and, um, you know, when you're sh- filming such serious storylines, um, you probably want to be comfortable with everybody in the cast. So we also got some more casting information from the TV addict. Uh, you might remember that they were the ones who leaked the character descriptions last month. And this week they leaked new information suggesting that Riley's coming out storyline is far from over, with lots more family drama to come. It looks like we'll be meeting Riley's father next season, along with a girl currently named Athena, I think it is. So here's exactly what the TV addict had to say. They said, The show currently on the lookout to cast a disapproving father who isn't on board with his son's sexual orientation is, drumroll please, Degrassi got that, Riley and Zane fans, you're in for a bumpy ride, particularly when you also take into account a casting notice that has gone out for Athena, a hot and athletic 17-year-old who will soon be playing the part of Riley's beard. So, I know that a lot of people have been eager to finally meet Riley's father since Riley joined the show back in season 8, and some people were disappointed with his uh, storyline and the way we get by. So are you guys hopeful that this is going to be a major storyline in season 11?
1: I'm just confused by by the description, it says that Athena is, and could that name be any more Greek, um, <laughs> is, well, been playing the part of Riley's beard? I mean, I don't know, am, am I the only one that's really confused by that?
0: Oh, no, that means, like, his fake girlfriend, or, like, um, his cover, basically.
1: <laughs> Why do they call it a beard? I've never heard of that before, is that just me? You've never heard that? No. No. Is that like a Canadian thing? <laughs> I
0: don't know. I don't think so. <laughs> I heard it on Glee.
1: <laughs> oh, okay. I don't know. I just never heard of that before. But okay, I get it. Yeah, it's just the so. Same. So it's like it's like Riley's um, like Riley's
0: Farah almost. Yeah. Uh, okay. okay. Mm-hmm. I wonder if yeah, she... well, it, it... Oh, go ahead, Erin. She she doesn't have to be like arranged by his parents or anything like that. Although it seems like it if her name is Athena. Like, like you said, she's probably Greek. But, um, it just... she's just, like, Riley's pretending to go out with her and pretending to like her. Does anybody think that she's the character... you know how there was four um, character descriptions? Maybe she's the... I can't remember what her name was supposed to be. It was it Katie? Maybe they changed her name and now it's Athena. Because I remember Steven tweeted something about saying that there was a character whose name is now changed. So I'm thinking maybe that that's who it is. Like, maybe they kind of moved the character description around. Well, it could be. But um, the four that we got the descriptions for, I assume they've already been cast. Because I Mm -hmm. think they were the ones at this orientation thing. Um, And I think this casting notice was only put out recently uh, okay. but you're right it, it may be um it depends like they didn't really specify when the casting notice went out so yeah exactly mm-hmm. yeah because I guess then that's like another new character a fifth new character yeah. that's gonna be in the show. so many new characters <laughs> stop yeah mm-hmm. <laughs> I know there's a lot of new exactly. people mm-hmm.
1: but I'm, I'm definitely excited by this um storyline was kind of I mean, it really was nothing, um, you know. For th- that we've seen so far, we know there's not going to be a focus on them until the end of um, end of the season. So, um, I'm glad that, I'm glad that they're picking it up in season 11 by bringing his dad in. Um, so that's good. I hope. Um, I'm just glad they're not leaving it what it was and that and that's it. So.
0: Yeah, like, I remember when um, Riley was first introduced in season 8, and a lot of people were really excited because they thought that um, his storyline would be completely different from Marco and that perhaps he would even have, like, a darker, more dramatic storyline, and then with season 10, especially the second half of season 10 when, like, he didn't really do much (laughs) I think a lot of people were kind of disappointed in that. So the fact that, um, you know, they're bringing on his father next year and this girl as well, I think that is going to be probably a major storyline that hopefully will live up to people's expectations. Mm -hmm. All right, so moving on to the episode. This week was the second part of Jesus Etc. And Fitz is continuing to profess his devotion to God. Eli becomes suspicious when he finds out Fitz and... And Claire, he sees them together. Uh, Allie runs away from home. Jenna and Casey babysit. So let's start by getting everybody's overall reaction to the episode.
1: I thought it was good. Um, you know, these episodes, you know, all these episodes so far really haven't been, you know, hugely disappointing. Of course, there's going to be likes and dislikes. But um, I thought this one was um, it was good, an interesting one, and definitely different from, you know. You know, plots that we've seen, um, especially the main plot. Um, loved, I love the Eli Claire and the Allie storyline. Um, Casey and Jenna, you know, obviously I could do without that. But um, uh, overall, it was good.
0: Yeah, I definitely uh, liked the episode. I, I don't know, I wish it was a little bit better, but I think it made Casey and Jenna a little bit more likable, I guess, because they're not my favorite characters. But um, I think this their little plot kind of made them a little bit more likable yeah I thought the episode was like extremely soap opery and really cheesy at some parts um, but uh, overall I, I did like it and um, I'm interested to see where they're gonna take Eli's character because I'm just very confused about uh, what they're planning with him and especially with like Eli and Claire and you know, Obviously their fan base is huge, but is, you know, are the writers really gonna have them end up together? And, you know, this episode really made me, like, que- question their relationship a lot. So, um, I think it will be interesting to see what happens in the future, for sure. So the, uh, Eli and Claire and, and Fitz storyline, what are you guys' thoughts on that?
1: Um, Eli, Eli and Claire... I think that they're, the, they're so cute. I mean, I can't. Every time they have, like, really cute scenes together, I, like, I'm just a fan. I die on the inside a little bit because they're so freaking cute. Um, The Fitz, the Fitz thing, I, I don't get it. Not that I don't get it. It's just I'm so confused by it. I'm just, I don't buy that Fitz is reformed by God. And then it was just really strange how, like, he came to Claire's house and, like, made up some bullshit story about you know falling off his bike and you know and then essentially he basically just kinda of like declared his love for Claire not love but like declared a connection quote-unquote that he has with Claire which which is um, in my opinion him admitting that he likes her um, Eli Monroe Chambers is a an amazing actor I think um I don't know how he does it, but every time he's on screen, he's just so dynamic and he's just so interesting to watch. Um it kills me, but um and just he like his character is really kind of freaking me out a little bit. Um he had that little bit of psycho stare at the end and it kind of freaked me out. Um you know. But yeah, it was it was good. It was interesting. It was definitely different.
0: I don't know. I think Eli needs some help because he's definitely uh, getting a little bit insane, a little bit overprotective. Like, I understand um, that he wants to be overprotective because it fits and everything like that, but does he really need to be, you know, like that overprotective saying that he needs to, you know, stay on watch all the time? I don't know. (laughs) (laughs) But I think, I don't know. know. (laughs) I think Claire is maybe a little bit afraid of him. Oh yeah, yeah, definitely. Because he seems, you know, so dominating
1: and I don't know yeah I definitely got that vibe too at the end like she seemed like really like taken aback and like you know and like you said like she seems generally you know scared of him not scared but maybe just a little concerned at what this could possibly be and you know and like you just feel bad cuz like Eli like when he was like just you know don't leave me and you know don't ever leave me and, and like And you could just see Claire being like, oh, you're being weird, but I'm never going to leave you, you know what I mean? It's just like, it kills me, but... You know.
0: Yeah, like when, um... In the car scene, I think it was, when uh, Eli makes her promise. I was like, oh, that's so the promise that he's referring to in the promos Mm -hmm. when he's driving his car into a wall. I was like, oh no, don't promise him! (laughs) But, um... Yeah, for sure. Uh, I think that like, this episode really I don't know, made me really like Claire but it made me not want her to be with Fitz or Eli. Like, I think they're both kind of crazy and both, like, equally wrong in some ways. I mean, I agree with what you said, Bianca, about Fitz. Like, I mean, a major problem is the fact that, no offense to James Edward Campbell, but his <laughs> acting was really bad. Terrible. And it was, like, a major problem in this episode. Like, I felt like I couldn't take anything he was saying seriously, <laughs> yeah. and it was really hard not to laugh. So, you know, it was really hard for me to feel sorry for Fitz at all, Um, even when he, like, reveals that his stepbrother beats him up or whatever. Um... And also, uh, like, Fitz's emails, how he sent Claire all of those emails, and, like, if you actually read what they're say, it's really weird. Like, I feel like they're almost making fun of him, and, like, making fun of, like, his turn to religion, as opposed to taking it seriously, really. I don't know. Um, and I also thought it was funny, too, how, uh, like you know, everybody spent so much time speculating why Fitz would come to Claire's house in the rain, and then he, like, walks in, he's like, oh, I fell off my bike, and your house is the closest. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, well, okay. <laughs> All that speculation, and that's what we got. But, um... <laughs> yeah. Seriously. <You're laughs> yeah, that was... I just had to laugh at that part. Um, and Eli, you know, like I said last week, I think that he has some major issues and I hope that they um, really give Eli like a a proper storyline on his own and really have him like work through some of these issues um, instead of him just being like Claire's love interest and the whole storyline just being about Eli and Claire. Um, You know, I hope that because like you said, Bianca, Monroe Chambers is an amazing actor and he's definitely one of the best actors on Degrassi. I don't think that too many people would deny that. So hopefully he gets
1: something really significant in the future. I mean, yeah, I mean, Monroe Chambers, I like, I, when I was watching him, and I'm like, I can't believe this kid's 20 because he's so, like, I can't, I can't even explain it. He's just so interesting to watch as an actor. And, like, um, and you know, and Monroe, if you're listening, like, if you play your cards right, you can do, like, amazing things in your career if he plays his cards right. Kind of like, I like kind of, like, wish for him, for Monroe like, what Landon's doing, because Landon's doing great things as well, so, um, just watching this episode made me really, really appreciate Monroe Chambers and how, like, what a really talented
0: actor he is. Well, that's the thing, like, I always kind of, in the back of my mind, I'm wondering, like, how much longer they're going to be able to keep him, you know, yeah. before he gets an offer to do something else. It's true. Mm-hmm. No, it's t- cross. totally true. Yeah. Yeah. Fingers crossed. <laughs> <laughs> I know. Kind of scary, actually. Yeah. Um... <laughs> I was also surprised uh, that Eli and Claire didn't break up in this episode, so I guess that they're saving that for the finale. I thought it would have happened sooner. Yeah, I think this is like
1: more like the calm before the storm. I think Mm -hmm. before you know the shit really hits the fan.
0: And this episode also made me wonder if season ten is going to end with a cliffhanger, because of course there's this whole like Eli is going to die or isn't going to die debate going on, but um, what if like the last scene is this car scene that we've seen in the promos and Eli is just like driving, and then it just ends the episode <laughs> before we find out oh what happens to him. I would probably die if that <laughs> happened, which you know what, I would not be surprised if it did happen, but ugh, it would be so yeah. horrible.
1: I mean, Degrassi's usually good for not having cliffhangers. It's mm-hmm. one of the reasons why I love Degrassi. I mean, they usually wrap up the storyline in an episode, you know. And if not, it's a two-parter, and you're it's complete by the next half. So if they literally cliffhang something between season 10 onto season 11, I might have a heart attack, because <laughs> I don't know. Like, waiting a week for a conclusion for an episode is long enough. To wait even more than that is is killer.
0: Yeah, and it would also be kind of lame if, like, the very last scene was already given away in the Teen Nick homos.
1: You know? Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah.
0: So, I mean, I wouldn't put it past Teen Nick to do that, but hopefully they wouldn't do something like that. But anyways, that was just a thought. I thought it might be interesting if they had a cliffhanger. <laughs> so the Sav and Ali storyline. Um, what did you guys think about Sav and his
1: reaction to Allie running away? Um, I thought it was a very typical response to, to Sav. You, you know, at first he was kind of just like, oh, she's going to walk through that door any second now. And then um, and then he really sees the severity of the situation, the fact that her, his, like, that his sister might not be coming back and that something bad could potentially happen to her. Um, loved the scenes with the parents um, because like, you know, I mean, I mean, you know, you know, we're all in families, you know, sometimes our parents can be, you know, really tough on us, but it's not because they don't like us, it's because they're trying to do what's best for us, it's not that they don't get care, you know, and it's nice to, and it's good to see that like, you know, that um, obviously they have concern as to where she is and, and things like that, so I thought it was good, um, I'm really excited for, for next week's episode.
0: Yeah, I made some notes on this storyline, and basically all I wrote was, oh my god, I love like, yeah. Times. <laughs> <laughs> I, was, I was holding back, i like... <laughs> I was holding back. <laughs> yeah, that was basically the only thing going through my head. So. <laughs> um, but anyways, no, I really... I loved this storyline. This was my favorite part of the episode, I think. And um, it was really relatable to me because, um, personally... Uh, my sister used to run away a lot when she got upset and not like she didn't like leave for like a full day the way that Allie did she would just like um, Leave for like a half hour and stuff, but um, I always used to get mad when my mom would just like get mad at her for it instead of um, Getting really worried and I you know that was kind of um, Allie's parents reaction at the beginning until you know once it got more serious They started to get more worried Um and yeah, I just, I felt so bad for Sav in this episode, and, you know, especially when he reads, like, her journal entry, and it was almost like a suicide note, practically. <laughs> like, you could easily misinterpret it for that, even yes, though obviously, seriously. like, obviously it wasn't, and we all know that it wasn't. But for someone who maybe didn't know, like, you could easily read it that way. And for Sav, you know, like, he kind of feels like it was his fault, right, because he um, got into the fight with her. So, I thought that was really really sad. And, yeah, I just the storyline meant a lot to me, and I'm also really looking forward to next week. The unfortunate thing about the storyline, though, was that, uh, like, when they showed the um, surveillance video of Allie getting into the car, you know, it's supposed to be, like, this big dramatic moment, but, like, not once in my mind did I think that Allie had been abducted. You know, like, we all know that she's with Johnny, so, <laughs> Johnny. <laughs> you know, because it, we've already seen what happens in the promos, so it's kind of like, You know, I'm not worried for anything, and, you know, maybe if we didn't know that Johnny was coming back, or we didn't know more about the storyline, it would have been, had a better effect.
1: Oh, yeah, definitely. Yeah, I didn't even think about that. That's true. Like, when I was watching it, I was just like, oh, it's Johnny, obviously. Mm -hmm. But I think they are probably trying to go for a more dramatic effect for that, because, I mean, like, if we didn't know it was Johnny, I mean, that video, like, is kind of creepy. You know, it's her just randomly getting into a car, um... And, like, you know, obviously you don't know, like, what would happen, like, if it you know, Shavish could be abducted or, like, killed, you know, God forbid, you know, all that stuff. So, um, yeah, <laughs> Teen Nick, spoiling more things, as usual.
0: <laughs> yeah. Thanks, Teen Nick. Yeah. <laughs> and also I was wondering, like, why um, Claire and Allie haven't had any scenes lately. Like, I'm just confused as to, you know, their friendship and... Um, I think I read somewhere that somebody pointed out that Allie's mom said that she called all of Allie's friends, but it didn't seem like she called Claire, <laughs> and at least not that we know of. So it's kind of sad that, you know, they've dropped the Claire and Allie friendship for now. Mm-hmm.
1: Yeah. yeah, definitely. Like, it, I just, I don't know where... um I mean, I don't know, like, what happened. I mean, she, like, when Allie says, like, you know, to Sav, like, you're the only one, and I'm thinking to myself, where's Claire? Like, Claire's, like, your best friend. Mm-hmm. So, um, yeah, that's, that's kind of sad. I, I wish they would bring that back, but.
0: Mm-hmm. They kind of just, like, disappeared from each other's lives out of the blue. Like, there wasn't really a fight mm-hmm. or anything, so it's kind of weird. Right. Well, I think we have seen some um, scenes with them in... The promo yeah, upcoming, promos. so... Oh, yeah, yeah the, the dance. The dance mm-hmm. it together. Right. Yeah. So they're coming back. Good. <laughs> <laughs> Alright, and finally, the uh, Casey and Jenna storyline. Ashley, you said that this episode made you like Casey and Jenna more? Yeah. I don't know why, I just kind of... They worked well together as a team. <laughs> I don't know, but <laughs> the one thing that I hated was how uh, Jenna would call Casey uh, Big Daddy. (laughs) It bugged me so much. I'm like, why the hell are you calling him Big Daddy? Because to me, that kind of, like, refers to, you know, like a sugar mama or whatever calling (laughs) (laughs) her life. like Big Daddy. And I'm like, Casey is uh, in high school. He doesn't have a job. Like, what's going (laughs) on with that? (laughs) So that really kind of made me a little bit, um, well, not mad, but I was just like, why is she calling him Big Daddy? It was awkward. Yeah. It's definitely
1: awkward. Yeah. It's such like a weird name, like a weird pet name. Like, I can understand a lot of pet names, but Big Daddy, really? <laughs> yeah.
0: <laughs> I hate it. Makes me want to throw up. Yeah. And, like, the actual storyline, it was kind of exactly what I expected it, you know, Casey and Jenna babysit, they realize that raising kids is hard, etc. Um, you know, they were cute together, I guess, and I think that they seem more genuine now than maybe some of their other scenes in the past. Like, I always found that Sam and Jessica didn't seem to be as comfortable in their romantic scenes as some of the other DuGassi couples are. But I think they have gotten better lately, um, probably because they're filming together so often. But, um, you know, they're still, they're definitely, they don't have the chemistry that um, some of the others do. And, I mean, a lot of that probably has to do with the fact that Sam and Jessica, you know, they're both still in high school. Like, you know, they're not, um, like, well-established actors. They don't have as much experience as someone like Monroe Chambers or even Landon, right? So that, that probably has something to do with it as well. But, um, you know, hopefully they continue to uh, improve their scenes. And have that baby. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah, I guess guess that they're going to keep the baby. Like, that's kind of disappointing to me, but it sort of seems now like they're just planning to be parents. Mm -hmm. Like, there hasn't really been any discussion of, like, you know, um, like, what they're doing. Because I know before they said they didn't really know what they wanted to do, but now it's just kind of unclear Um, since they are going to, you know, the prenatal classes and all that stuff. Yeah, no, it's just like this assumption that they're going to be parents, and I'm like, you know, they haven't really discussed adoption or, um, really any options at all. (laughs) Which I find strange. I guess that, the like, Degrassi now is trying to, um, set an example with Casey and Jenna, like, Casey especially. Like, he's sort of becoming a positive role model for kids in his situation even though he's kind of an idiot, you know, at least he's <laughs> trying, at least, um, you know, he's doing better than he was, that's for sure. Um, but, yeah, it seems like they're kind of, it's its too perfect to me. Like, they're too excited about having a baby, and I'm like, you're in high school, like, shouldn't you be freaking out? I know I yeah. would be. Yeah. <laughs> I'm 22, and I would be, like, flipping out. You know? So.
1: Yeah, I know. it seems like they're just, they're just, like, planning to be like, you know, mommy, like, play, like they're going to go and play house later, you know what mm-hmm. I mean? Um, even, from the, even from the beginning, I don't think they ever really, they never really showed how they grasped the severity of the situation because, you know, I mean, this is a huge, huge life-changing thing, and just these episodes are just kind of it, making it seem like all a little lighthearted and that, that it's not a big deal, And you know, I don't think that's exactly the right message
0: to send to
1: to high school age kids, you know?
0: No, definitely not. Yeah, like, like Casey, it sort of seemed like uh, before, Casey understood the reality of it, and that's why he got scared and ran away. But, um, <laughs> you know, now, not so much. And they're just, yeah, they're just kind of, like, floating along, being like, okay, we're going to have a baby. But not really, you know, they're not planning for, like, how they're going to come up with the money or, like... What their living situation is going to be You know I've right. had so many questions about What's going through their heads right now And I feel like this subplot really didn't answer any of that Right mm-hmm. Like They don't really have a lot of that support my- from anybody really Because Jenna has her brother And her parents are Wherever they are And Casey has his mom But she hasn't really been present Since they found out So I don't know I just kind of they need to figure out what they're going to do without, you know, just going like, oh, we're going to have a baby soon and eat chicken and like. <laughs> <laughs> so next week's episode goes deeper into the alley storyline. And we know that Johnny is coming back. We also know that there's this mysterious Holly J storyline, which they're keeping us in the dark about. And a Wesley storyline, too, which will probably bring some much needy comic relief. So, I can't believe that we don't have more spoilers about this Holly J. storyline. Like, what is this storyline about? I don't even know. Ooh, like, we see her fainting. She was fainting, yeah. and she's tired all the time. Like, that could basically be a lot of things. So, I don't know. I'm worried about her though. I don't want her to, you know, die or anything. Me too. Because there's, Me been, too. Yeah, cause there's been, like, rumors about, like, a death. Or something like that. Like, I'm not saying it's going to happen, but there's kind of been a little bit of, like, rumors that there's a death. So I really hope that she's not, you know, the one who's going to die, because she can't go. (laughs) I hope not. Well, she can't be that sick, though. Because we also know that in, um, like, the following episode, there's this Holly J. Fiona storyline, and we've seen, like, shots of her um, in her dress and everything, you know? It's like she's confined to a hospital or something. (laughs) No. So... Yeah, I
1: don't know. Yeah, definitely scary. Like that promo really, really freaks me out because um, it just seems really scary. Um, you know, I don't think I don't think we've dealt with an episode where um, one of the one of the casts, one of the one of the characters, actually gets like has like a, an illness or anything like that or anything serious. So it, it'll be definitely interesting to see how it plays out um, and exactly what this illness that happens to Holly J is. Um, but yeah, the promo freaks me out every time we see it. I like have to
0: like turn the channel because it scares me. Yeah, mm-hmm. right? I hope the storyline lives up to the promo. Yeah, well, if you yeah, yeah if you compare the Team Nick one to the Much Music one, the Team Nick one makes her like illness way more of a bigger deal than the Much Music one. So I don't know. <laughs> yeah, it's hard to say. Yeah, yeah. I'm also really excited to see Johnny next week. Mostly
1: because I love Scott Patterson, and I'm happy he's back. I am so, so, so excited. I think I'm more excited for this episode than the first episode. Oh, really? Yeah, I can't even tell you how excited I am for this episode. Mm -hmm. I love Scott Patterson as well. And, like, I I was thinking about this. I, I updated my blog today, finally. And, like, as I was writing, I was, like, I thought to myself, you know, um like, when Johnny was, like, a part of the cast, like, he wasn't, like, obviously my top, top favorite, but it's, like, when they leave, you realize, like, that, and when they're not around anymore, that you realize that, wow, that character was actually a really, really great character, and you actually really like them, and, like, I'm really noticing how much I loved Johnny, um, now that I know that he's coming back onto the show, um, so, like, I'm just really, really excited, I can't wait. (laughs)
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah, he was one of my favorite cast members to meet in real life. I remember um, I met Scott once at the Jurassic World Hollywood premiere a few years ago, and um, I before we went to the premiere, I tweeted him and I was like, oh, I'm going to get a picture of you holding up my sign or something like that, because I had this like JurassicCons.com sign and I got all the casted pictures holding it. And mm-hmm. then so when I met him at the premiere, and I got the picture with him. He was like, "Hey, you were the one from Twitter." <laughs> I was like, yeah, nice. "That's <laughs> And we ended up talking for a while, and it was funny. So, That's awesome. Yeah, he he was, seems he like, was, a, like my favorite.
1: He seems like a really, really nice guy, Scott. So,
0: mm-hmm.
1: you know, yeah,
0: he is. kudos. Mm-hmm. He's off at university now, working hard. Off yeah. awesome. Yeah. <laughs> <Hunter. laughs> yep. Fun fact: I might go there. <laughs> So we'll see. That yeah, awesome. that'd be funny to look at him and be like, okay, all right. Well, it's a pretty big school. Yeah, but... I know. He might not even be on yeah. the same campus as I would go to, but it'd be really yeah. awkward yeah. to see him and be like, oh, we are talking about you on a podcast that I do sometimes. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, probably just like avert and, go and just talks. go the other way. <laughs> <laughs>
1: People are like, oh no, it's that girl. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> who talks about me on that podcast all the time. Imagine you. Imagine if you guys like in the same classes. I mean, that's a long shot as well. But like, yeah, that would be so awkward.
0: Yeah, it would. I wouldn't yeah, do any. Weird. I wouldn't do
1: anything in that class if that were the case. <laughs> I would just be staring at Scott Patterson all day.
0: <laughs> yeah, maybe it would be bad to be in his class. He would <laughs> yeah, exactly. Fail the course probably. <laughs> I'd be, like tweeting Johnny DeMarco is in my class. <laughs> Do like a play-by-play of what he's doing?
1: <laughs> <laughs>
0: he just drank some water. <laughs> All right. Well, this podcast is slowly turning into like a Scott Patterson love session. So. <laughs> <laughs> Next week it's Ray's right. love session. So. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Exactly. Okay, I'm sure it's, that it's a Ray love session every podcast. Yeah, I know. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, pretty much. <laughs> Alright, so yes, next week I'm sure we will have lots of wonderful things to say about Ray. Um, we will of course be talking about the new episode and any other news. Hopefully we get some new season 11 um, spoilers, pictures, Twitter pictures. This is a hint to the cast to take lots of pictures. Yes, um, <laughs> please. But we can talk about that too. Um, so, if you guys have any feedback to send us, send me an email, erinatogastikens.com. I say this every single week, but, you know, just trying to remind people. And, yeah, hopefully we'll have some uh, special guests soon, too. Hint, hint, Greg, if you're listening to this. Yeah. Um, <laughs> it isn't as bad as you think it is. Yeah, no, really. we're not scary. No, we really no, aren't scary. no. And we just...
1: We're so nice. I swear I'll be, j- <laughs> I'll be gentle, Greg. I swear, if you're listening. <laughs>
0: Exactly. (laughs) All right, so talk to you guys next week then. All right, bye. bye. Bye.